0: Being an expert doesn't mean you automatically have an audience, especially with so much noise in the digital marketing space. You need to break through the noise and establish your message as a rising thought leader in your industry. John Cook has worked with over 1,100 coaches and consultants and 800 speakers to make their messages remarkably clear and compelling to the right audience. And today, he wants to help you. If you want greater clarity and even better results with your message, Visit workwithjohncook.com. Here's John. Hey, it's John Cook with Keynote Content. I wanted to connect with you today because specifically when you look around the world, with COVID-19 has disrupted virtually every industry in the world. And then with the recent U.S. elections, and there's still some uncertainty about kind of the fallout from that, what that might mean from a change standpoint, opportunities. Um, lost opportunities, whatever it might be. There's just a lot of stress, and what your audience is needing right now is that they need to know: Does anybody care about what I'm feeling? Does anybody care about what I'm experiencing? What I'm going through? What it means for my coworkers, for my family, for my business, whatever it might be? And what they need right now is empathy. And you've probably heard this term of empathy before several different times, and and it's a popular word that I, that I hear. Uh, many different speakers, many different um, uh, service experts and uh, and uh, authors use this idea of empathy, em- empathy. But what does empathy actually mean? And what does that actually convey to your audience that they need to know from you? So what I want to share with you is this definition first of what is empathy. And I, I've seen a number of different definitions, but the best definition I've seen so far comes from the Cambridge English Dictionary. It's the ability, and empathy is defined as the ability to share someone else's feelings by imagining what it would it be like to be in that person's situation. Very simple definition, but it's so accurate. What, what can I share from a feelings, from an experience standpoint, if I could just picture myself in their shoes? You've heard the term about walking a mile in someone else's shoes. And, and there's a lot of truth to that because it says, how do I know what somebody's going through? How can I be able to identify what they're feeling unless I could imagine myself in that situation. Now, I will say that empathy is far more natural for some of us compared to others, and, and some people might even ask, like, can I even nurture empathy? Can I even cultivate empathy? I absolutely believe that you can, but there are different types of empathy. So I want to look, again, with empathy, there are three different types. Really, there are five different types, and I'll mention two of the five types first that we won't really focus on today. The, the two types I won't really focus on is somatic, and spiritual empathy. So somatic empathy is really tied into that uh, feeling somebody else's physical pain by inflicting that same physical pain on yourself or giving yourself license to experience the same physical pain. So um, there, there's some also some weird phenomenon like somebody can say like um, uh, identical twins. There have been reports in, in different, um, different studies that show like a uh, identical twin can sometimes almost sense when their twin experience some physical taint, saying, saying where it's like, oh, my sister hurt her knee. Well, wait a second, you're a thousand miles away from, from your sister, but how do you know? But then you, you text and say, like, oh, hey, did you recently hit your knee on like the t- on the coffee table or whatnot? And you're being so like, yes, I, I didn't even text you about that. How do you know? There's something about a somatic pain or a somatic empathy saying like, oh my gosh, I know what that feels like. Oh, you must be in a lot of pain because it's right around the right side of your knee, right? There's some weird phenomenon, like I said. So the first one is somatic Second one is that spiritual empathy, is saying like that feeling or that experience connected to like a higher being or God or whatever you might believe in. And again, we won't focus on those two, but those are two of kind of the five recognized types of empathy. What I want to focus on today is really those three different types of empathy. The first one is that cognitive empathy. And bringing it into the context of right now, <clears throat> living in the United States, uh, um, potentially a massive shift, potentially a, another massive impact. Em- Uh, upset in the political in the U.S. um, presidential election saying people saying like hey everybody expected Trump to win but really Biden it looks like he might be winning or you know best 2016 was like hey everybody expected Clinton to win but uh, Trump actually won the whole point is cognitive empathy says I think I know what you're feeling or I think I understand the feelings and experiences you're going through right now and cognitive empathy has one huge danger well a couple a couple dangers but one huge danger is that it can be under emotional or it can be completely detached so in a cruel sort of way a very dark side of of cognitive empathy is that um, somebody saying what is going to inflict the most pain on a victim whether you're a torturer or whether it's somebody was just you're just a cruel person the dark side is saying like if I can think about what will cause them the greatest pain, that I can influence the same greatest pain. And that's horrible. But we need to acknowledge that not all empathy is wielded properly. And So for your audience saying, like, they don't need somebody saying, hey, I think you're in pain. They don't want you to think that you're, they're in pain. They want you to feel their pain. And we'll get into that a little bit. But the dark side is, is these, this almost an under-emotional, or even a disconnected and that's a trap to get into but I'm saying okay from a cognitive empathy standpoint what your audience needs to know is going like am i even thinking about their pain in the first place i need to be able to recognize somebody's in pain and in that that space saying what does that mean for me again back to that definition from cambridge cambridge uh, english dictionary it's the ability to share someone else's feelings by imagining what it would be like to be in that person's situation saying unless i'm putting myself in their shoes unless i'm understanding what's it like to have those conversations with your partner or with your kids your co-worker your your um business partner whatever it might be i need to be thinking about what is the pain my audience is feeling right now and what does that actually translate to what's driving that pain it's a heartache it's it's disappointment, it's fear, it's whatever it might be, and, and tapping into that. So cognitive empathy is the first type of empathy. And it's probably the least um, the least beneficial right now. But the second part, the second type of, of empathy your audience is, is, is looking at is emotional empathy. And emotional empathy has some really uh, interesting nuances to it. It's the ability to express feelings based on how you're seeing others express feelings because they're in, the ex- in the expressed or the experienced pain or experienced feelings, and you are able to, uh, to be able to reflect the same feelings back to that. Now, a uh, danger with that is that it's the, um, you know, and up here it's a dark side or like a, a you know, potential trap or problem, whatnot. Um, down here, kind of a, a trap in the emotional empathy is the, um, it's overly emotional, Whereas the contrast to the cognitive empathy, it's under emotional. So the so the over emotional is somebody saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm I'm um I can cry at the drop of a hat." Well, that doesn't really help anybody. And so what we want to look at is the over emotional saying they don't want you to just say, "Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you." Yes, I'm so happy for you, but what does that actually mean? Or I'm they're they're so sad, they're heartbroken. Yes, I'm sad and heartbroken with you, but what does that actually change? Two people who are crying together doesn't really change beyond just that instance. So saying, yes, let's absolutely cry together, let's absolutely express that emotional, let's say a beautiful part with this is that the um, the over emotional, uh, the, the emotional empathy, yeah, the trap is being overly emotional, but the the great benefit is that you can express that emotion. And going back to the cognitive empathy, saying a, a great benefit with, The cognitive empathy is um, that it's not just tied with emotion, but it truly has, it's engaging both sides of your brain. So it's engaging the logic. It goes beyond the, okay, my audience is in pain or they're feeling elation or they're feeling this type of experience, but it's engaging logic saying why why are they experiencing this? What are the drivers behind that? What caused them to get in the situation in the first place? So the expressing the emotion and the benefit on emotional empathy is saying, I know what you're going through right now and I feel that hurt too. I feel a lot of confusion, a lot of uncertainty, lack of clarity. I feel that there's some hope. I feel like there's, this could be a change, whatever it might be. Uh, 2020, it was an awful year for so many businesses Is going, but 2021 is already starting to see like this, this wave of new hope. And you might be sensing that cautious optimism. I'm sensing it too. I, I, I want to be, I want to be able to step into 2021 with fullness and show up as, as the person I truly want to be, but expressing that emotion in a helpful way going where I say, I understand that this is probably causing you a little bit of anxiety as well, but not just expressing emotion, but it's saying, how do i show them that i'm human too and so it's the you know show their show you're a human cognitive empathy again uh can tr- fall into the trap is going like non-expressive emotional stoic but again the third part and truly this is the third type of empathy that i really want us to focus on is this compassionate empathy and what i believe this does is it truly engages both Um, The cognitive empathy and emotional empathy, but in a compassionate empathy says this is an action-based and truly uh, Again as as with the others kind of the trap is the just doing something um, Just fix this ASAP Yeah, this is this hurts. Yeah, there's a lot of certainty. Yeah, I know what's really causing this But let's get this fixed ASAP and for me, I've been married more than eight minutes, and many times my wife will express to me, you know, this is something that's giving her a lot of anxiety or a lot of, uh, of pain or something where she's just not having, uh, she's having a real struggle or challenge saying, cool, I understand this is causing you a lot of pain, and probably what it is is because we didn't have a good plan in place for this, but let's just fix this as soon as possible. So that's a trap to get into unless you stay into the why am I why am i here why am i feeling these why are they feeling these situations why are they having this experience and the benefit though if we do this right with your audience doing this right compassionate empathy is saying i can acknowledge that there is logic with the cognitive empathy and there is emotion and saying i can express the feelings that you're feeling and taking it to the next level of saying let's do this together Let's turn these feelings into an opportunity to do something, to act on that. And that's where you get into altruistic behavior, that heroic um, behavior, as it were, or taking a heroic activity, which is tied into endorphins, which is tied into a number of different other factors, where it says, let me do something heroic. Let me do something for the greater good. And both of those factors are what our world is starving for right now. Your audience is craving you in a way to show up for the greater good, to show up for more people, to not be selfish and not even stay. Your audience doesn't want you to show up where you can say, okay, um, I think what happened is that because there's, you're upset because there's a lot of uncertainty about where 2020 is going to finish and where 2021 is going, is going to go. And I get that. And that's, that has me scared too. And there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of um Nobody really knows what this is going to mean in the future. Nobody knows when we're going to really kind of get our arms around this COVID-19 pandemic and actually have an effective vaccine. What does that mean? What does it mean for businesses and schools and educations and churches and community centers and all these other amazing circles that you going to be tied into and saying what I know right now, what I know to be true is that you are in control of how you respond to the world around you yeah it's easy to get stuck in fear it's easy to get stuck with saying i don't know what's going to happen next no but i know what i can do right now something i can do is saying how can i do something heroic not for my benefit but for the benefit of somebody else today how can i show love and kindness and compassion to other people for the greater good and what and 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 Really, there is, there's this tie in this concept that I've been working on for the last year is this idea of tying in neuroscience, specifically neuromarketing, with this concept of empathy. And I call it that, that, that kind of hybrid concept is neuroempathy. It's saying, how do I tie in the, what's driving the thoughts on the neuroscience side of things? Why is my audience thinking this way from a cognitive standpoint? and why are they feeling this way from an emotional standpoint. And if I can tie in how they're, how they're thinking, what's driving their thinking to what they're feeling and together, that allows me to use neuroempathy to get closest to the situation and serve them the best, better than anybody else. So today is about finding out where are you showing up from an empathy standpoint and it's okay if you're showing up with cognitive empathy and saying I, i'm more of a thinker i'm not really a feeler that's okay you can continue to nurture it where you say i understand the emotions of feelings behind why somebody's expressing it that way you might say oh, I'm, I'm just a, i'm i'm an easy crier i'm a sympathetic crier that's amazing that's great that's how you're wired but saying let's let's not just express emotion without having the why behind it why is somebody feeling that so when we compare these two together to truly take a compassionate response and breathe more empathy into your message breathe more hope into the world around us make it a great day and as i'm going through this you might say i have no clue where to even express that empathy. I don't even know how to even talk about this in my Facebook ads, in my social media, and on my podcast, on my blog, and my website, Uh, and when I'm talking on this webinar, I do not know how to even express that empathy to the people around us. What I recommend is you go to workwithjohncook.com, fill out a form, we'll hop on a call, we'll talk about empathy and what that means for you and your audience and how we can share more greater good, more hope, more light and love into the world around us. For now, though, make it a great day. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can work with John to make your message more compelling? Head on over to workwithjohncook.com and apply today.